All right, uh, day three in a row, nailing it. In a row. You all are so welcome. We are. We are so good right now. Uh, so uh, we are talking about Lent and uh, fasting and abstinence and all that good stuff. So, um, so far we've talked about Lent and some of the basics. We've talked yesterday about the role of abstaining. And so today we're going to give you a little bit of a fasting how-to crash course. Um, yep. Because I think... I, I honestly, I think fasting is one of those uh, spiritual disciplines that does not get utilized enough in church, like outside of Lent. It really doesn't. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. It gets kind of overlooked a lot, I think. It does. It so. does. Not not nearly as much as confession, right? Because that is definitely a spiritual discipline that is overlooked yeah, that's the one that... <laughs> in every Protestant <laughs> that, church. That might be the one, like the big one that we really should be doing, but we're not doing Although there's there's several, even even from like Wesley's, like hey, here are the spiritual disciplines that you should be doing. There are like several in the however many that you came up with that it's like yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm really bad about that one too. <laughs> yeah, but confession <laughs> you know? is like the one, right? Because like even yeah, even totally for the Methodists is. in his time, confession was like what they did. I mean, that was like their bread and butter. Right. Right. Um, yep. But exactly. we should all be but doing some confessing. <laughs> yeah. 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 In yeah. fact, but even is way up there. Yes, uh, it is. It's it's um it's it's one of those ones that it's like I I will be the first to admit that I am not super great at it uh, or like like making the time for it or being involved with it. Um, fasting before like it's it's a thing that I have done, but uh, it's not like a it's not like a normal thing in my life like it maybe should be. You know? Sure. So. Yeah. And so for me, I'm actually on the opposite side. So this would be a great conversation because cool. for me, <laughs> for me, fasting has been my like key spiritual discipline when I need a breakthrough. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. In fact, um, when I first got the call to um, ask if I wanted to move to Markle, that's what we did to, to make that decision was Aaron and I prayed and fasted for a whole Thursday. And, um, and at the end of the day, both of us felt like God was calling us to Markle and we needed to go. Um, and so, so we've seen fasting really come through for us on, on a number of occasions. Um, and then of course, with my time in Africa, they're very big on fasting as well. Um, so I, so that's really been a tool in my tool belt that I've added in the last probably five or six years, um, that wasn't present before then. Gotcha. Uh, so, um, we covered some of the purpose of fasting in yesterday's episode. So if you haven't listened to that, please go do that. Um, because really the purpose in fasting is to, um, essentially take away food uh, from, in most cases, there's other ways to fast and we'll talk about that, but you're taking away something in order to gain more Jesus, um, whether it's spending that time doing Bible study or prayer or um, whatever way it is, it's it's spending that intentional time seeking Jesus. Right, so, right. Um, so that's really that's why we fast. Like we fast because, um, I mean, if we're being honest, when it comes to food, we eat way more than we should anyway. Um, well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> often. I mean, food, food is so accessible here. You know, it is. It's another one of those cultural things where it's like. Uh, I mean, even in Jesus' day, it's like food not have even been as accessible as it is. I mean, it wasn't as accessible as it is now, mm-hmm. you know? And so it is super easy. Like, if under normal circumstances, if I were hungry, I could go to Walmart and buy whatever I wanted to eat, right. you know? Liter- literally anything I want is at my fingertips. Um, if I want 
to be really lazy, I could like get DoorDash to bring it to me. <laughs> like True. literally, I can get, I can, I can pay someone to go pick up my food and bring it. I mean, I might not be able to because I'm not in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But like, like normally, I could pay a person to go to a restaurant and pick up food and bring it to me, anything I want. Um, and so it's like, as we talked about a little bit in our in our last podcast, I think. Uh, that in this context, like in our in our uh, culture, abstaining is hard because everything is right here, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything is right at our fingertips, and so being being able and being willing to kind of like play that down and give it up for spiritual good, uh, it's tough. Like it's, it's a tough practice to get into. It is, and and ultimately, it comes down to a choice. Um, we have to choose our spiritual well being over what we think our body needs. Um, because I think part of it is, I think we've disconnected and I talked a little bit about this in our, um, human sexuality class that I taught a couple months ago. Um, the idea that when dualism really came about and the idea that our mind and our body and our spirit are all kind of disconnected from each other, um, that really set us in a different mindset than what scripture would have been. Um, the Jews wouldn't have seen it that way. Um, right. They, for them, it was all interconnected and, and related to one another. And so the body and the spirit were connected in a way that was like irreversible. You know what I mean? Like they depended on one another. Right. And so, right, right. so I think when we're fasting, what we're really talking about in, in some sense is we're, we're maintaining our bodies by feeding our spirits instead. I think that's, yeah, I think it's a valuable way to look at it. Um, and body and spirit and soul and all of it are all interconnected, right? Like, yeah. we are one us. Like, like there's, just, there's just one you, there's just one me. And, like, it's not like I also exist on, like, this other different plane. It's like, even if I can visit a different plane, it's still me, right? right. And so there is still an interconnectedness for certain um, between my spirit and my soul and my body. Uh and so feeding one, <laughs> feeding one also affects the others, um, and, and abstaining in one also affects the others. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. connected. I mean, it, it'd be the same as like, you know, like if you have a person in, um, you know, like a psychiatric facility, like they're not going to call that person healthy, right? Just because they right. don't have some, just because their bodies are perfectly fine. They're not going to call that person right. healthy because right. exactly. mental and physical and spiritual, it's all connected. Um, and so to be healthy and to be, I think the word we often use for that is whole. Um, we can be healthy in one or two ways, but still not be whole. Uh, yeah. and it's because yeah, yeah. that health is also intermingled. And I think fasting helps to bring that relationship to light. Um, I think I think I come out of fast realizing a that I didn't need to eat nearly as much as I thought I did, um, yeah. but b realizing how important my spiritual life is even to my physical body. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I hear that. Uh, um, we we are definitely getting far away from our intended purpose of this podcast, though, which was to talk about the nuts and bolts of fasting. Uh, <laughs> we've we veered into the philosophical pretty quickly. <laughs> we did, we did, but we were going to talk about the purpose of fasting, and that's really what it is. This is true. Spir- no, this spiritually is true. feeding. Yeah, it's true. It just cracks me up because we're always like, yeah, we'll do this thing, and then we wind up not doing this thing uh, and doing something else instead. Uh, but no, I mean, there are there are many different ways to fast. Um, we were we were talking about those uh, a minute ago, but in 
kind of the most typical and the most uh, scripturally backed and and even traditionally backed way of fasting is to fast food, um, not fast food as in like McDonald's, but like <laughs> just fast nourishment to give up nourishment uh, for the betterment of your spiritual self. Um, and so, you know, kind of in whatever way that takes shape, right? Because there are lots of different ways to do that. Um, Lent, typically, uh, I, 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 my, my Catholic people are going to probably, you know, <laughs> lance, lance, lance me on this one, but I'm pretty sure that, that the way the Catholics do it now is they fast meat on Fridays. Um, and so it's like you give up meat on Friday, right? Which is why... Again, referencing McDonald's again, the McFish happens to pop up right around Lent time every single year because fish doesn't count as meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the point is the point is you know that that's one type of fast, right? Fasting one type of food. Uh, my cousin one year gave up chocolate. I know that a lot of people give up chocolate drinks or caffeine or soft drinks or uh, you know burgers or whatever it is that you want to give up. So fasting one type of food. Uh, it's certainly a way to to fast. Um, it's maybe not the most common, but it is a way to do it. Uh, I'll let you speak more to like the the taking like entire days, you know, to fast nourishment in general, um, because I think you have more experience with it. So sure, it. sure, <laughs> um, yeah. So so I think uh, typically fasting, especially in scripture, was an abstaining from all food. Um, generally not from liquid. So like, so like when I do a fast, I'll generally do a fast where like all I'll have for that period is water. Um, because, because your body needs water more than it needs food. Um, like even like scientifically speaking, like you can go longer without food than you can without water. Um, so, so generally I'll do is I'll just, I just drink water during a fast. Um, and to be fair, I'm, I feel like, especially over the last year or two years, even with how intense seminary has been, I have not been fasting as regularly as I would have liked to. Um, especially considering like our Methodist history in fasting, um, Wesley at one time required all of his pastors to fast every Wednesday and Friday. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that, that was a requirement to be a pastor. <laughs> um, was that because? Uh, never mind. <laughs> I was going to make a Wesley joke, but never mind. Forget it. <laughs> Continue. Go on. Go on. So, so I say that to say, like, when we talk about fasting, it's not like you're giving up everything ever. Like, nothing goes into your body. Um, you know, like I would right. recommend at the bare minimum taking water. Still, um, some people will do like a juice fast, where they'll do nothing but juice, so that way they're still getting the nutrients they need and things like that. Um, right. Well, I do that because he's not. I don't know what his deal is. He's not diabetic, but he has low blood sugar issues. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he would fast, he would he would still drink, like, juices and Kool-Aid and that kind of thing. So, right. yeah. Right, which which honestly brings up a great point. Like, if, if you have some medical issue that prevents you from fasting, it's not like you're, like, unspiritual for not fasting. You know what I mean? Like, don't right. – you shouldn't be, like, putting your body at immediate risk by not eating. <laughs> like – Right. Um, you know, so like if you're diabetic or something or have specific needs, like don't be dumb about it. Like, you know, like right. be smart. It's, it's the same reason that all of us right now are all washing our hands, even though we, we right. trust in God, right? Like, well, um, right. We, we trust in God, but we wash our hands basically do it in each other. <laughs> right. Right. Well, when, when we go out in public, as we should not be doing, we should be staying home. Um, <laughs> but, so, but no, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, 
So fasting generally is abstaining from food. Now, I know that people do this different ways. Um, when I was doing it a little more often, I, I would do, um, I would do like one day a week. I would fast usually Fridays. Um, and I would do a sundown to sundown fast. So from when the sun goes down on Thursday to sundown on Friday, I would eat nothing and just do water. Um, and, and in the moments when I would get hungry, I would spend those times in prayer or Bible study reading through specifically for me, the gospels. Um, and, uh, so, so it's, it's not just a, an abstaining from food. It's filling that time you would normally spend eating with Jesus, which I know some people, some people are more musical than I am. And so they'll spend that time worshiping or, you know, if they're a singer or a, an instrumentalist, they'll, they'll play, you know, it's just, um, whatever it is that connects you with Jesus in those moments, uh, is, is what you're trying to fill that time with. Um, and I I know that again, it's different for each person as far as like what foods they fast from. Some of them do just, you know, like chocolate or meat or something like that. Um, but scripturally it was abstaining from most food. I mean, um, you have taking time away from food. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you do have the precedent. I know they had the Daniel fast was a big thing a few years ago. Um, which was, you know, for Daniel, I believe I remember correctly, it was like fruits and vegetables. Um, that he, was, uh, that he was allowed I think to eat. So. I just, I just remember. I remember that was going around when I was. Uh, I think I was a junior in college. It was a few years ago. I was like, oh man, I'm going to date myself. So that mm-hmm. was like ten years ago, almost. Uh, but but no, I, I remember there were some guys who were like, like the super broy kind of guys. Nice. You know, like yeah, bro, we're going to lift weights and we're going to do the Daniel fast, bro, and it was, we're going to love on Jesus, bro. And it was like, okay, well. You guys have fun doing that. And I just remember one of them was like a big dude, like really, really big, burned a lot of calories throughout the day. I remember he did the Daniel diet, and he was so angry <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I just remember thinking, remember thinking, like, bro, I feel like this maybe isn't what, it, like, what that is intended for. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, listen, bro, I feel like maybe. Uh, your spirituality might be suffering more than it is gaining right. through your experience with the Daniel diet. But anyway, yeah, sorry, little sidebar, but it was, it was good not to share. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so there are a lot of different ways um, to even within fasting food, which is typically what we should do. Um, but the real key is is to do it in a way that is going to feed you spiritually. It's not just about giving up your food. It's about what you're gaining, as we've said for the last two or three episodes now. Um, and so so you abstain from food. I, like I said, I usually go sundown to sundown. Some people will do like a three-day fast. Um, I've heard of um, – I met a pastor a few years back that would fast from Friday at sundown until after church on Sunday morning. Um, oh, man. That's as, a long time. That was just his ritual, right? Like it just – Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so there's, so there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, and then of course people will also fast, um, like other things. So they'll fast Facebook or, um, yeah. you know, things yeah, like that. Absolutely. That, uh, right. I mean, m- most of my experiences with blend, I, I did the legitimate like fasting on Fridays, uh, for, for one year, I think. Um, but Carolina and I, my wife and I, we have done, uh, we've done where we like, you know, to settle in to go to bed, we usually like watch a TV show before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so we, we gave that up, right? Like we fasted our TV show or nightly TV show and instead, uh, like read scripture and prayed together and, and kind of did that thing. 
Um, I what did I do? I think I did. I think I did pop one year. I'm not a huge pop drinker, so that probably wasn't that big of a, of a sacrifice. <laughs> but but like I've I've done that before. Um, and I've also done like video games that kind of thing before too. Um, and there's still like I can attest to the fact that there's still a lot of uh, a lot of spiritual good that comes out of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not. Having done both, it is not as intense of an experience doing, like, video games, for instance, versus, like, going a day or so without food. Um, when you go a day or so without food, you are, like, desperate for food at the end. <laughs> you know, but, like, like you, you get very hungry, especially if you're not used to it. And so, so like, you get to the end of, of your 24 hours or your two days or your three days or whatever, and you want some food. And hopefully, if you've, if you've been intentional about it, uh, your hunger for food correlates to your hunger for Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that, that makes you want him as badly as you want the food. Um, so if, you know, if that intentionality is present, then hopefully that's kind of the way that that has worked out as you've gone through. I've been virtuous and not virtuous in those things. <laughs> <laughs> both, both before, so I know, I know what both of those feel like. Um, but yeah, no, there is all that to say. There is definitely some some value uh, in fasting things other than food too. Um, but food is definitely like the more uh, intensely spiritual of the two. You know, it is. Yeah, and and I think it's just because like it's something that like we know subconsciously and consciously that we need it. Um, right. And so to give that up feels huge. Whereas like yeah. with some of this other stuff like chocolate or Facebook, it's more of like, we know it's probably not good for us anyway. And, yeah. and so we're giving it it's up. A little, it's a little luxury that I'm going to yeah. give up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas food is most people don't consider food a luxury. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, food, like to be human is to need food. And right. I think, I think that's maybe part of, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated sometimes with the way that scripture plays out and the way that, that God interacts with humanity, right? Because it is an intrinsically human thing to need food, right? Um, and to need shelter, to need clothes. And he interacts with us in, in ways that say things like, hey, I know that you have this intrinsic need for food, but I'm asking you to give it up for your spiritual good and for our relationship to flourish, right? Um, and just, just the ways... Like, God is God, you know? Like, he, he is such a, such a, like, an infinite and infinitely ununderstandable entity. Like, I, don't, I can't think of, like, a, a better way to put that, but, like, he, he is so far beyond our understanding that, like, we could never understand him, and yet he interacts with us in ways that are quintessentially human, you know? That, that they are just human ways of interacting. Um, and, he, and, and he knows what it's like to be us because he was us, you know? Uh, and yet, I don't know, really, he, he does those things that, that point back to our humanity and point back to his God and God dynamity, I guess. I don't know. Um, be careful how you say that. Uh, <laughs> but but he, he, he interacts with us in these ways that, that point us back toward him through our human experience and not just by like stepping out of ourselves, which is something that we can't really do. So, I don't know, that's a little bit of a tangent, but, but it is fascinating to me the way that that works out, you know? It is, yeah, and and it honestly it reminds me of um, 
the idea that the Jews used to refer to the word as the bread. Um, and, yeah. and then even Jesus calling himself the bread of life, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, and I'm reminded of how important it is. Like essentially when we're fasting, we're giving up physical bread to gain the spiritual bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that even Jesus Absolutely. uses that food analogy in his ministry. Right. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. That's all very interesting. Well, very good. Yeah. So, uh, so things, things uh, to think about. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm not sure I can come up with any other fasting pointers. I know there's a lot of uh, resources out there. Um, if yeah. you, if you go look in, there's plenty of books and articles and all kinds of stuff you can find on fasting. Um, yeah. But but I do want to encourage you if, it, if you haven't tried it. I mean, try it. Yeah. Say, like there's all kinds of resources, and at the same time, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, like, like it's not. It's not, uh, it's interesting because it, it's not super complicated, uh, but it is really neglected because it's not easy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Very good. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully that was helpful to you as you, all of you are fasting or preparing to fast. Um, if you haven't ever tried it, just, just start with, um, even just like a one meal fast, uh, just yeah. decide that for the next week, I'm not going to have breakfast. And instead of eating breakfast, I'm going to spend time with Jesus. And, right. and I'm telling you, see if that doesn't change your life. I mean, it's, yeah. it's amazing what those moments will do for your day and for your week. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, so all right. Very good. Well, uh, that's our little mini fasting how-to. As Joel said, it's not nearly as difficult as we come sometimes make it out to be. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not it's not an easy thing to do, but it's not it's not complicated. Right. You know? Definitely not complicated. Yep. So. yep, so, yep. All right. Well, Alrighty. we'll be back at it tomorrow. See ya. Sounds good. <laughs>